Welcome to another episode of Access Ability. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play? I'm Laura, I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a black and galaxy pattern dress. When we talk about accessibility in video games, typically we're talking about one of two different kinds of accessibility. Game-specific accessibility, or system-level accessibility. Game-specific accessibility is a lot more common. That's when a games developer has made accessibility settings that boot up in a game. It's usually a lot more tailored to that specific game, but it doesn't work outside of that game. It is a one-and-done accessibility solution. System-level accessibility solutions, on the other hand, are less common but more broad-reaching. This is when your games console, for example, has accessibility settings that work on the system menus. They work in any game you boot up. They're bits of accessibility that are always active. They can't be as tailored because they are not made for specific pieces of software. Every piece of software has specific needs. But they can more broadly help people across the spectrum to do more stuff on more games on their console. Recently, Microsoft's head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, published a 45-minute long presentation on YouTube all about accessibility features coming to Xbox in the next month or so. There's some really interesting features that are system-level that were detailed during this presentation, which I've not seen other console manufacturers make system-level standards, and I think are going to make some really positive change going forward for the industry. So today, on Access Ability, we're going to be talking about the new system-level accessibility support settings coming to Xbox consoles later this month. We're going to talk about what settings are being implemented, what questions we still have remaining for Microsoft going forward, and why these settings would be fantastic to see adopted on a system level by both Sony and Nintendo. First up, and perhaps most interestingly, as part of an update available now to Xbox Insiders, and coming to full release in the near future, Xbox gamers will soon be able to see, before purchase, if a game they're looking at has any of a selection of common accessibility features before making a purchase. Here's how this works. Microsoft has, at present, created a list of 20 common accessibility features that are important to a wide variety of disabled gamers, across gameplay, audio, visual, and input categories. These include things like narrated menus, full keyboard support, subtitle options, input remapping, single-stick gameplay, a lack of buttonholes required, speech-to-text and text-to-speech communication with online players, and more. Developers can select these options if featured in their game, and have their presence listed on the Xbox Store, so that players can pick up those games with confidence they will be able to play them, without having to first do external research. Additionally, developers can choose to link to an external website from within the store page with more accessibility information not covered by these common tags. In order to have those tags listed on a game on the storefront, there are apparently Microsoft certification requirements in place to ensure that the included feature meets a certain level of quality. One example given by Microsoft is that in order to receive the input remapping tag, a game can't simply allow for button remapping, but has to go as far as including things like X and Y axis remapping on the control sticks. One example that isn't detailed by Microsoft, but is easy to imagine, 
is that a game that wants to include a subtitle options tag probably can't simply feature basic low quality subtitles, but will likely need to support things like size alteration, options for dark backgrounds, legible font options, or similar commonly held subtitle standards. Over time, Microsoft is going to add more tags to this list of 20, as well as the ability to search the main store by filtering lists to only show games with certain features tagged as available. At launch, the main way to find games with specific accessibility tags is to go to the new accessibility menu in the Xbox Store and search by feature in there. There are a couple of questions about this feature that Microsoft has not yet answered or made clear on the player side. It has not been made clear if, going forward, developers will be required to tag their game's accessibility features, or if this will remain an entirely voluntary feature on the developer end. I would love to see it become a mandatory part of certification to properly accessibility tag features, but much of the language used in this video presentation suggests that it will be a purely opt-in system, at least in the short term. In other changes coming this month, the Ease of Access system menu on Xbox is now renamed as the Accessibility menu, to make it easier to understand at a glance what options are held within it. A new system level night mode feature allows players to customise the level of brightness and blue light presented when playing on Xbox. You can lower your brightness, shift tones toward orange and away from blue, and set this to turn on and off either on a timer or manually. You can also dim controller lights, and the console's power light, if you experience light sensitivity. Also added to the renamed accessibility menu is a new system level colour blindness filter. Featuring support for multiple common types of colour blindness, players can now set their Xbox to automatically detect problem shades of colour, both on system menus and in games or apps, and colour correct what's on screen to try and make it more visible. You can select the level of colour correction required to ensure that things are as visible as possible for you. This is never going to be as perfect as a handcrafted colour blindness mode made specifically for a single game, but it does mean that games with no colour blindness support on Xbox consoles now have at least an automated solution which should make a large number of the console's games more accessible, as well as providing support for things like movies watched on the system. Lastly, in the next iteration of the Xbox Game Development Kit, a series of resources for game developers focused on accessibility will be consolidated and more prominently positioned. Developers will be more actively encouraged to take advantage of Xbox's accessibility testing service, where they're told if their game meets Xbox's internal accessibility standards, and if not, how they can get there, as well as being pointed towards a new online course designed to teach and test knowledge of accessibility standards and support options. I would love to eventually see Microsoft make this accessibility tagging feature a mandatory part of getting your game certified for Xbox, because letting players know which accessibility settings before they purchase are and are not available is just a benefit. For too long, too many game developers have been very bad at communicating what accessibility features their games do and do not have, and what standards they meet. And I think Microsoft is really in a position here once this starts to get rolling and they know that it's working right, to make this a standard, to make it so that people know for a fact which features are and are not in games they're going to buy. I really hope that we see this feature expanded upon over time, not just by Microsoft adding more accessibility tags to their pool that developers can highlight in their games, but also in terms of Sony and Nintendo looking at what's been done here and implementing something similar themselves, because 
it only benefits disabled players to give them more information upfront about whether the features they need are present in games, because otherwise all you're going to end up doing is having people buying games, discovering they can't play them, refunding them, it's, it's not to anyone's benefit. The addition of night mode support on Xbox is going to be really positive for people with certain photosensitivity conditions, or who struggle if they look at too much blue light before bed to go to sleep. The addition of automated colourblindness filters is going to be really useful for people who want to play games that don't have their own dedicated colourblindness modes. It probably won't be a replacement for dedicated software level colourblindness entirely, but it's a step forward and it's going to make more games more accessible. And the idea of making game development tools that focus on teaching and testing accessibility for developers, making them more prominent, more highlighted, making more of them available to developers, is only a positive thing. Xbox is really working hard to make system level improvements to make more games more accessible, and I can't fault them for that, that's fantastic to see.